Well, hello, God bless. Welcome back again to the Bible teaching channel of A Love Outreach. My name is Dave Nelson. Today we are going to go ahead and take a look at another chapter of Proverbs. It is the seventh day of the month. So we will take a look at Proverbs chapter seven. Please go ahead and open up your Bibles and follow along with me if you are in a position where you can do so. So let me go ahead here and open up Proverbs chapter 7 for myself. Proverbs chapter 7 here continues with the writings of Solomon. And he says in verse 1, My son, keep my words and treasure my commands within you. Now as we read this, It'd be wise for us, I think, to read it with the passion that must have been in Solomon's heart as he wrote this for his son. My son, keep my words, as if he's like pleading with him, right? Treasure my commands within you. Keep my commands and live, he says, and my law as the apple of your eye, meaning his focal point, right? He's trying to get his son to focus on wisdom and understanding and knowledge and and the fear of the Lord and all of these things that we've been reading about here in the book of Proverbs, right? And he says in verse three, bind them on your fingers, write them on the tablets of your heart, on the tablet of your heart, excuse me. So now we know he's not talking about something literal there, the tablet of your heart, but he's telling his son here, or binding them on his fingers for that matter, but he's saying, hey, take my words to heart, you know, Take them deep within you. And you know, it's interesting. As you read the Bible in its entirety, as you seek God in your life, it's important that you realize that that's what God wants of you. As our Heavenly Father, who loves us tremendously, so much so that we know He gave His only begotten Son for us, He loves us and He wants us to take His Word and make it our focus. And he wants us, as the scripture tells us, to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, right? And, and to just take his word, his commands seriously. Solomon tells his son in verse four, say to wisdom, you are my sister and call understanding your nearest kin. In other words, keep it real close to you, right? Again, hide it in your heart, make it your best friend. What? Make what your best friend? Wisdom. Make wisdom your best friend. You know, all you have to do is look at our society today and see how many people are operating without wisdom. You know, I, I hate to sound like one of these old fogies now, but look at the younger generation and how they're coming up. You know, no morals. I mean, not, I can't make that blanket statement, but if you just follow what's happening in the world from a news standpoint, which I admit is nothing but negative anyway, there's a lot of good and positive stuff happening out there in the world as well. But it's important if you are a young person and you're hearing this to realize that there is a good path for you. There is a path, a path of peace, righteousness, joy, right? Contentment. These are the things that God wants for you. This is the life that God has for you. And as Solomon pleads with his son here in Proverbs chapter seven, he's begging him saying, come on, man, take these to heart. Get wisdom, seek after wisdom. 
And if you have somebody in your life right now, you're a young person, or maybe you're an older person, and there's somebody older than you that's wise in the Lord that can give you direction and guidance, it's good to seek counsel. It's good to find that kind of thing in your life and have that kind of person in your life. But if not, if you don't have that, there's no excuse for us because we have God and we have his word, the Holy Bible, okay? And then he goes, and now he's going to get into a topic here, starting in verse 5, which pretty much goes the rest of the chapter. So rather than belaboring all this, I'm going to just read it to you, and I'll say a few things here and there if the Spirit leads me to do so. But let's go ahead and just start reading at verse 6, because Solomon's now, remember, he's talking to his son here this young man, and he's trying to give him proper guidance and direction, okay? And he says, Solomon says, for at my window, for at the window of my house, I looked through my lattice and saw among the simple, that is right, the stupid people out there, the people that are acting foolish, right? They're, they're not being wise. He said, and saw among the simple, I perceived among the youths, a young man devoid of understanding, now, what's this young man doing? He says, while passing along the street near her corner, and he took the path to her house. Hmm. He said, in the twilight, in the evening, in the black and dark night, and there a woman met him with the attire of a harlot and a crafty heart. So this is a seductress. She was loud and rebellious, her feet would not stay at home. So she wasn't a godly woman, let's just say that, right? She was loud. She was rebellious. Her feet wouldn't stay at home. She's married. You're going to find out that she's married here as we go on. It says at times she was outside, at times in the open square, lurking at every corner. In other words, just out on the streets, and she caught him. So this young man, devoid of wisdom, right? His simple one. She caught him and kissed him with an impudent face. She said to him, I have peace offerings with me. Today I have paid my vows. So I came out to meet you diligently to seek your face, and I found you. Right, so this, this dude here was probably pretty much a simpleton. And he's just falling for all of this. I found you, the one I've been looking for. You're the face I've been looking for. And she says, I have spread my bed with tapestry, colored coverings of Egyptian linen. I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let us take our fill of love until the morning. Let us delight ourselves with love. For my husband is not at home. He has gone on a long journey. Now, let me tell you something, right? And just because Solomon's hitting on this topic here, this woman is obviously, well, she's like a harlot, right? Even though she's married, right? She's unfaithful. And she's going out and she's doing this kind of thing. And this kind of woman exists today. This is the kind of woman that wants to destroy marriages. Now, before, if, if you are a woman and you've come upon this, just know that all this applies to a man as well. You know, the Bible calls the, the male that does this kind of thing a whoremonger, 
okay? So you need to realize that it's on, it's on both sides, but this is Solomon talking to his son. And I'm sure that as a woman out there, you can give your daughter some really good wisdom if you have a daughter or someone in your life that you can guide and direct to help a younger woman to stay away from men that are like this as well. But this woman goes on in verse 20 and says, he has taken a bag of money with him, right? And, and will come home on the appointed day. With her enticing speech, she called, caused him to yield. With her flattering lips, she seduced him. Immediately, he went after her as an ox goes to the slaughter. In other words, what an idiot. Like an ox to the slaughter, or as a fool to the correction of the stocks, it says, till an arrow struck his liver. As a bird hastens to the snare, he did not know it would cost his life. And that's the key thing, whether you are a male or a female. Get wisdom, get understanding, get knowledge, so that you don't fall for foolish things, foolish behavior be it of this type of nature we're, we're reading about here in chapter seven, or be it in business, be it in your daily life, your, when you go to the market, when you buy things, when you do this or that, you know, have wisdom, do what's right. And now Solomon says in verse 24, now therefore listen to me, my children, pay attention to the words of my mouth. Do not let your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not stray into her paths. For she has cast down many wounded and all who were slain by her were strong men. Her house is the way to hell, descending to the chambers of death. So again, if you're a young man out there, first of all, you need to be a godly young man. You need to be a young man of God. If you're an older man, you need to be a man of God and you need to take the commandments of the Lord and put them in your heart. Pay attention to the word of God, the instructions of our Father, our Heavenly Father. And if you are a young woman out there, you need to do the same thing. Nothing different about you. You need to do the same thing and be careful. Bad company corrupts good morals. Don't go in the way of the path of wrongdoing. Go in the path of righteousness because God has something good in store for you if you do. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And the Lord said that there is a narrow path for you to walk on. But there's also a broad path. The broad path leads to destruction. The narrow path leads to eternal life. So I exhort you here, just in this short little study we've done here of Proverbs chapter seven, to seek the Lord, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. Love the Lord. Make him the priority. Seek his kingdom. He's got what is good for you in store. But there is one who is an enemy of yours. He's the God of this age. 
this temporary evil way of life in which we now live where there is sickness and death and disease and murders and all kinds of junk going on. And he's the one that wants to influence you to go in the wrong direction. Today, you can choose which path you're going to be on, who you're going to follow. But again, I exhort you to follow the Lord. We'll go ahead and stop here for today. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, whichever the case may be. If you have any comments, go ahead and leave them here on the YouTube page. If you have any questions, you can email me directly, dave at aloveoutreach.com. Or you can go onto our website, aloveoutreach.com, where you can fill out our contact form, and we will get back to you through that as well. But until next time, God bless you.